0: adventure vegas insider your inside connection to all things vegas all right back in it one more time ladies and gentlemen show killer studios my name is don spaulding as always with me is the one and only dj davy diaz yes, this time sir. episode number five we're talking about mgm grand all right if you're going to mgm grand you're going to want to listen to this podcast episode right now we're going to let you know all about it what to do where to go and how to get there Davey. MGM Grand, 1993, it was built. So it's been around for a long time. Sure. You'll see it's iconic right there at the Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana intersection. Okay. Emerald green. Why is it emerald green? A lot of people probably don't know, but uh, one of the biggest movies of all
1: time, Wizard of Oz. That's where the theme colors came from.
0: Yes, indeed. They had a like totally legit. I mean, it's the Emerald City, so to speak, right? They yep. had a total like yellow brick road. There was an amusement park back there in the day with rides and roller coasters and whatnot. Correct. My, my wife, born and raised here in Las Vegas, she uh, remembers that property, went there, played there with her folks. Yep. Um, yeah, so Emerald the Emerald City, MGM Grand. Now, That's not the original MGM in Las Vegas. Correct. All right. The old one is now Bally's. If you know where Bally's is located, just a little bit further down the strip and on the opposite side. Yes. Here's a funny story. Bally's, well, not so funny, is the fire that happened. Correct. Um, But my father-in-law being in the casino industry for 40-plus years, pit boss, high-limit pit boss, dealer, game starter, you name it, he did it in the casinos all the way back when the mob was gone, so we gotta get Clarence in the, in the studio here sometimes yeah, tell sure. some, to tell some good stories. I'm going to tell this story okay. on behalf of him. Okay. Um, and and this is a
1: 1980 fire for everybody that's going fire, fire, right? 1980 fire yeah, at Ninal Pallies. Yeah,
0: 1980. Okay. Uh, there was a major fire, actually killed 85 people, Oof. most due to smoke inhalation. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible um, tragedy here in Las Vegas at the time. Sure. If you were here in Las Vegas, you remember exactly where you were when that happened. Sure. Um, So, the kitchens, right? Yep. A lot of kitchens, even still now today, um, there's a lot of Spanish-speaking workers there, a lot of Spanish-speaking chefs, cooks. Sure. People that clean and, you know, sous chefs, you name it, right? Yep. So, there was a guy coming in. They had just redone all the banquet kitchens and everything at the old property, the old MGM. Sure. One of the representatives from uh, the company came in. Uh, that had just installed all of these high-level industrial, uh, like, garbage disposals, right? Okay. So he's demonstrating, like, how um, powerful these garbage disposals are in the back kitchens, right? Got it. And so um, he, as a demonstration, said, this thing will literally eat up anything. He takes a bo- an empty bottle of wine, shoves it down... Oh, the, the garbage disposal obliterates it. Wow. Okay? That's how powerful the garbage disposal was. Yeah. And so he was doing that kind of just as a demonstration to show, look, these things are going to last a lifetime. They're great. Now, because of the language barrier, the Mexican workers or the Spanish-speaking workers that were inside the kitchens listening to that demonstration, they thought, oh, great, we can just throw all the wine bottles down there. Oh. So what happened When the fire started, yeah, is I mean for now years and years there's literally glass upon glass upon glass compacted into itself, run all in the pipes now. Oh
1: my god! So it's just
0: the pipes are just glass and glass and glass stocked up. Well, after a certain period of time, you're gonna get a clog. Sure. All right, it's glass. Exactly. So. And think about the capacity. It means thousands and thousands and thousands of bottles of wine, probably, that just got tossed in there every single day because the guy demonstrated that it could be done. <laughs> they took <laughs> that literally, right? Um, so that when this fire started, the the sprinkler systems and the the all of that to put out the fire. Couldn't function properly because of all of that glass that was stuck in there. Oh so, my god, crazy, crazy story! I've never uh, even heard this before. Yep. This inside stuff, yep. And we've got another family friend as well, he's no longer with us, <clears throat> but his name was Jack. And he worked in the cage, he was in the cage, the cashier cage, right? Okay, when that fire started, he saved about 10 other people's lives that day because he knew because he was old school. He knew of a secret trap door where the mob would come in and take money and deliver money in and out, right? Wow. Yeah. So he knew about that trap door. Nobody else knew about that trap door. That was how him and 10 other people in the cage at that time escaped, saved their lives right then and there. That Crazy. is such a cool story. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Unreal. But we'll talk more about that when we do a ballets episode. Sure. Now we're still on MGM Grand. Yeah,
1: MGM. I mean, do you want to start with shows? Uh, a Yeah, dude. Tell um, us. That's a great Cirque show at MGM. Uh, they've been at MGM since they came to town. Uh, tickets started just sixty nine dollars. It's it's a, it's a phenomenal show. What's the easiest way to explain Ka, Spaulding? Would you say? Um. Here here's my quick little tribal? like. Tribal. Yeah. Tribal. Drums. Beats. I mean, without body paint, body yeah. Without giving it, you know, everything away. That, yeah, that would be fun. That's basically what it is. But but it, but it's action that doesn't stop. Like most Cirque shows have a lot of entertainment value, and they don't stop throughout the whole thing. Ka, there's so much going on on stage. You have to look at the whole stage at all times. Like that's why I'm suggesting that you go more than once. Because if you're looking at the focal point of the stage, the center of the stage, you might miss the two corners because there's stuff going on up, down, on the corners and sides.
0: Right, and listen, that can be be said about all That's That's kind of one of the staples in any Cirque du Soleil show that you go to. Correct. It's impossible to see everything that's going on at one time, Um, and everything that's going on is spectacular. I mean, these people are super talented. They're literally death-defying stunts, like, the entire time the show's going
1: on. Agreed. Show is uh, live Sunday through Wednesday, 7P and 930P.
0: One of my favorite characters in that show is the guy that looks like the Ultimate Warrior. Remember from WWF? Yes. I loved him back in the day. He's got got the arm... He's he's massively ripped. Exactly. He's he's got the armbands, though, just like the Ultimate Warrior does. Yep. Yep. And the paint. Love it. Yeah, it's great. Tribal. Awesome.
1: The first time I went, I actually thought it was him because he was still around the first time I went. And I was like, oh my God, crazy. The next show that that I, I love and I love that MGM... Uh, Grand has it now is Jabbawockeez. I mean, most people might not know who the Jabbawockeez are, but what really put Jabbawockeez on the map was when Shaquille O'Neal teamed up with them. Um, at an, wasn't it like the 2007 NBA All-Star game when they were here in Vegas? Uh, he, did a, he did like a stunt and show with them, and that really put them on the map, and uh, it's a phenomenal show. I mean, those are all local dudes that started, and uh, most of them went to Spring Valley High School, and now they got their own show on the Strip. Tickets started at just $50. Bucks. Uh, their show is Thursday through Monday, 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m., uh, Thursday through Monday.
0: Yeah. So you remember them from the television show America's Got Talent. They were on the second season of America's Got Talent. They That's right. They were also on America's Best Dance Crew. Do you remember that one? I
1: do remember that. Yeah. I, I met those guys back when they were on that show, and I'm like, and nobody even knew who they were. But just how unique they were. Everybody kind of loved and
0: started to to grasp on what they were doing. Yeah, if you guys if you guys are familiar, they've got the they've got like the bucket hats, the masks. Yes. Okay, it's like the all-white mask. Like it's a little opera singer, right, right? Kind of like an opera singer mask. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Like a fan of the opera. Yep. Um, and they've got the jumpsuits. They've got like the Adidas jumpsuits. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're uh, amazingly talented. I wish I could do half of what they do. <laughs> um, so flipping from entertainment value to laughing your, your butts off. Uh, Brad Garrett's got his own comedy club uh, they are open nightly at 8pm and uh, when Brad Garrett first came into town oh god it must have been the mid 2000s he um, was trying out a comedy club at the Tropicana that's where that's where he started um, doing his own thing and then he moved across the street to MGM and I was lucky enough to meet Brad Garrett like right when he first came to town and he cost me a lot of money and you're probably
0: going what? So I, before we go there, before yeah. hang on. Before we go there, Brad Garrett is. Remember the show everybody loves Raymond. Raymond. Yep. Yeah. So he's the cop, the brother, really tall, tall guy, dude. Yep. Deep voice. Deep yeah. voice. Yeah. And on the show, his name is Robert. Right. Exactly, uh, Robert. Robert on the show. Yep. Okay. How did he cost you a lot of money?
1: Okay. So I meet him. He, him, and I chat for a couple minutes, and he's like, "Hey, have you ever done any any entertainment?" I'm like well, I'm a DJ. You know, I do some MC stuff here and there. And I told him about, you know, what I, what I've done. And he's like, man, you, you really got a good look. Let's chat in a few minutes. So I was working radio at the time. He comes in the studio, does this little interview. And then him and his manager, like I'm walking them out, out to the back door, you know, to their, to their limo. And he's like, Hey, um, man, this manager gives me his card. He's like, Hey, I really like your look. Um, you, you're, you're fairly young still. Cause I was like 29 at the time. And he's like, you know, I really want to do some stuff with you. So do you have any, do you have a Zed card? Do you have a, a, a info card, a bio? And I'm like, huh? So they gave me some pointers on what to do. A Zed card is basically like a, a artist card. So it's like a headshot, a body shot, a little bit of info on you. And then all your, all your data. So like your social media, your email, your phone number, all that stuff. Like how you can be contacted by like an agent. So I, I, Get together with my uh, photographer friend and we, we you know put together a photo shoot. I put together all this stuff, spent a couple hundred dollars on getting this stuff printed and looking good. And then I reach out to his manager and I got like no response. I reached out to Brad Garrett directly through a contact that I had in town and it was like, yeah, yeah, we'll take a look at your stuff. Yeah, that's where it ended, man. So I thought I thought there was going to be like maybe some like minor television stuff for me or some MC stuff or maybe going into his club comedy club and playing some music or something. Yeah. I got a big goose egg, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's okay. You're better at radio anyway. Exactly. You got a face for radio. Yes,
1: thank you. And that's why we're doing this. So, um, yeah, Brad Garrett's a good guy. But, and I, I do like his comedy club. And he's got great acts that come in there all the time. Uh, Ray Romano, when he is in town, has made just guest appearances in his comedy club. Like, he'll just come in and just do an open or do a close or just do a quick set. So... It's, you never know what you're going to get there.
0: Yeah, cheap tickets as well. You can yeah. get in there really cheap and, yeah, big and time. see some amazing talent. Obviously, one of the best comedy clubs on the strip, in my opinion. For sure.
1: And uh, open nightly and early show. So it's an 8 o'clock show, so you're out of there by like 9, 30, 10 o'clock and still can go do the club scene. And speaking on the club scene, you got one of the best, if not the best nightclub in town, Hakkasan. And for you, all you old schoolers in town... You're probably going, where is Hakkasan at? Well, Studio 54 that opened in 97, 98 was at MGM. It was modeled after the original Studio 54 in New York. This was the Vegas version of that. When Studio 54 closed and Hakkasan opened, since then they just put themselves on the mat giantly. I mean, we're talking world famous DJs. They've got a very unique look to their club that a a lot of clubs in town um, will not copy because they just can't.
0: Yeah, there's levels, too. There's like literally five different levels. Correct. So there's a restaurant level. Yep. Food there at the restaurant is amazing, by the way. Nice. Um, it costs a little bit of, of a pretty penny, so save up if you want to go there. Uh, but then there's multiple levels. So you can be on like the third or fourth level and a different DJ in each room, a different theme in each room. Love that. Um, Yeah, man. hawksan has got it going on, bro.
1: It does. And speaking of levels, you can go just down the casino to level up. And that's in between Hakkasan and the sports book. And it's basically the easiest way that I would describe Level Up is an adult playground. I mean, yeah, there's, it's like an arcade
0: almost. They've yeah. Got the, the, the bowling, like the mini bowling. You've yep. got all kinds of different, dart, you know, darts. Yeah. Foosball. Football. Foosball. Yeah. You name it. They've got it.
1: And full bar. So you go in there, you know, it's an adult, it's that's adult nightlife. Exactly. <laughs> so you can drink and play games.
0: Yeah, exactly. Level up right there next to the sports book Yep. and Hakkasan. For sure. Yeah, you really can't miss it. It's in a wide open area. It's yeah. not like you walk through a door or anything. Exactly. It's just, there.
1: It's just right there. Right. I love the layout for sure. And for all you whiskey heads out there, I mean, there's a lot of women that I meet nowadays in this era that we live in that women love whiskey, too. It's not just the gentlemen. But there's a place in MGM called Whiskey Down. They've got more than 50 different types of whiskey from all around the world, from American to Canadian to, to whiskeys over the sea, overseas that
0: you wouldn't get anywhere else. So I like Irish whiskey. I, I do, too. too. Yeah.
1: I'm,
0: yeah. A Jam- I'm a Jameson guy. Me, too. Yeah. There's different varietals of Jameson now. There is. I mean, look. Whiskey, if you're a whiskey head, I like <laughs> I like that term, whiskey. I do too. Get in there and check some of the stuff out because you might find a new favorite. You might taste something that you've never tasted before. You can literally go up there. The bartenders are so knowledgeable. Yeah. You can go and say, hey, you know what? I'm looking for something oaky. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And don't know exactly what to let you taste.
1: For sure. You kind you of let them know what you like and what they would suggest, and they help you out with that. And then another big, big, big thing in town is a little place, not a little place, but a place called MGM Grand Garden Arena, which is on the back side of the property. Um, there's... Boxing, There's fights there. UFC fights have been there. There's concerts there all the time. So when you do come to Vegas and you're staying at MGM, first of all, you need to check and see what's playing or what's going to be at MGM Grand Garden Arena. they got stuff in there throughout the whole year, but that's a great spot to check out a show.
0: It's phenomenal. That place is great. We've done corporate events where corporate companies have bought out a little bit of that. We did like a major dodgeball tournament in there one time. Nice. I personally went and saw the Eagles before Glenn Fry passed away. Awesome. Um, the Eagles, I mean, they're still touring. They're still doing their thing. If you get a chance to go see an Eagles concert, man, oh, my God. They literally played for like an hour and 45 minutes, took a 20-minute break, and played for another hour and 45 minutes. Sick. Yeah. They were wow. insane.
1: Wow. American Music Awards have been there. Billboard Music Awards have been there. And which, the CMAs too. The CMAs too.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, my wife and I, when we were dating back in the day, were actually seat fillers for a couple of those shows. Love it. Which was fun. I've, I've never done that before, but first of all, you get free tickets to a show, and then you you might get on TV, you might not, but you're you're around all these different celebs and artists, so pretty pretty fun.
0: Yeah. You're like, oh
1: hey, Keith and Nicole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's up? And they're like looking at you, like, who are you? We'll go ahead and move out of your seat. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then. If you are a golf fan, or you're not a golf fan, it really doesn't matter at Top Golf. Uh, there's Top Golfs all around the country. We are lucky enough to have one here in Vegas now at MGM Grand. But the cool part too is Top Golf's not just a night, not just the nightlife. I mean, if you want to go there for the nightlife, great. But they are open during the week, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. So they're open from 11 in the morning to 2 in the morning, and then on the weekends uh, they extend their hours a little bit. They open uh, at 9 a.m. To 2 a.m. So, um, the cool thing with, with Top Golf, most people probably think some other Top Golf locations are in the country. I mean, you go in, it's pretty standard. This Top Golf, it's got four levels, you got five bars. On levels one and two, it's for all ages up until a certain time, and then on levels three and four, it's twenty-one plus, which yeah, I love.
0: Yeah, and we've been talking about levels a lot this episode. It's it's good. The levels are good. Right. All right. But here's the deal: they do concerts there. There's a concert stage at this Top Golf here oh. in Las Vegas, and also they they have what somebody or what I don't think any other Top Golf may have, not that I've heard anyway, is cabanas and a pool. Yes. You can literally just go there and do poolside. And there's DJs there playing poolside, there's cabanas that you can rent. So it still has that really upscale, like day club, beach scene, that pool scene. Uh, That pool level's uh, it's amazing.
1: You are right about that, but this one is unique. Um, I actually know the inter- one of the entertainment directors there, and he gave me all the facts back in the day of how unique this one is compared to like one on the East Coast. It's it's pretty. This one's really special. So when you are in town, you should definitely stop by and check it out.
0: Yeah, they've got it hooked up there. We did so in, inside there. There's a Birdie Bar. It's called the Birdie Bar. Yes. Um, and they've got another stage as well. So there's like intimate concerts on that stage sometimes. You can sure. Catch. Um, obviously, just go online and check it out and see what's coming up. We've actually done karaoke. I was gonna on say karaoke. Yep. a couple of times. That's been fun. <laughs> um, but listen, guys, the the top golf, you're not gonna get a better view at any other top golf. I mean, top golf is a great view no matter what. Yep. But you're literally you're hitting golf balls like at the strip. You've got a full view of the world famous Las Vegas Strip. You do. It's it's unreal.
1: And if you're not staying, and we'll get to parking and all this at MGM in a second. But if you're not staying at MGM, but you want to go to Top Golf. Very convenient to get there. Um, you can go. You can go the back way, so you can get there off of Tropicana and just pull in the South Park, um, or they've got their own parking garage. Yeah. Uh, sorry, parking lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. where are you can just. Coval. Yep. Yeah. That's, Both the, that's the best. The
0: intersection is Koval and Harmon.
1: Correct. Boom. So th- there you go. You. Don't, I mean, if you don't even want to touch the strip, you don't even have
0: to to get to Top Golf. All right, so we talked about Top Golf having a pool scene. MGM Grand has a pool scene. Yes, sir. It's one of the most popular in Vegas, that's for sure. Obviously, main headlining DJs, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So, uh, right there at the Top Golf parking lot is where you can also get into Wet
1: Republic. Yes, sir. Wet Republic Ultra Pool. So, during pool season, one of the biggest pool parties in town, um, biggest DJs. You got go go dancers in
0: bikinis. You got water fights. I mean, it's, it's pretty insane. Yeah, and you got like, not a fashion show, but sometimes they'll do like a like a, a beauty contest. Yes. Like a bikini contest. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You never know what you're going to see.
1: You never know what you're going to get. And, and just, so if that's your scene, you go there. But if you just want to go to um, the hotel pool, MGM's got a beautiful, large, uh, Multi pool uh, area. Uh, the the MGM pool is awesome. Um, uh, I, when I've stayed at that property uh, back in the day, I used to love. My family's in town, and I would just get off work and just go hanging with them at the pool for a couple hours. Yeah, eight, they've,
0: they've got a huge – their main pool, their main pool area is about three or four different pools. Correct. Um, they're spread out, so if one pool isn't your vibe, you can go check out another pool. The I mean, what I do when I go there is just chill in the lazy river, dude. I know. That's so much fun. I'm double fisting beers. <laughs> I'm, I'm floating in the river, and nobody – you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in heaven right there.
1: Before we finish with MGM, Spalding, we got to touch on the monorail. Because isn't that where the monorail ends, uh, um, on that end of the strip?
0: Yeah, so the, the, the south end of the strip, yep. okay, that's the southernmost uh, monorail station. okay. Correct. So you can literally go to MGM, catch the monorail there, and go as far north as the Sahara. Okay, yes, so that's sir. about a three-mile stretch, four-mile stretch almost. Um, and the monorail, folks, is, is not only convenient – But it's clean, it's never crowded, and it's quick to get around. You literally have several points on the monorail um, that can get you there. And here's an insider tip right here. What do you got? Adventure Vegas insider tip for the monorail. Nice. If you're going and you want to use the monorail, okay, like I said, it's quick, it's clean, it's convenient. It'll get you where you want to go all the way up and down the strip. You can buy passes. At a discounted rate, 20% discount at adventure-vegas.com. No joke? Yep. So if you log on, go to adventure, and that's a dash, like a hyphen, then vegas.com. Search monorail. You'll be able to buy tickets at a 20% discount. Literally, a QR code just goes straight to your phone, and you swipe it at the kiosk. Nice. The
1: the cool thing with the monorail is it's, it's already affordable, so if you can save yourself some more money... Boom. And that's that's the best way to get around, honestly. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and on that side, uh, adventure-vegas.com for the monorail tickets. I mean, they've got one-day passes. They've got single rider passes. Yep, you're right. You can go three-day, four-day, five-day passes. I mean, save yourself a ton of money. If you're in town for enough time, the monorail it easily is a great decision. It's a great economical decision to go up and down the strip all you want.
1: For sure. And we could spend hours at MGM because there's just so much there. Um, we will cover more with MGM. We'll circle back around and cover the restaurants because we didn't even touch on that. But coming up in our next episode, which will be episode six, we're going to go literally across the street to New York, New York. There's shows there. There's a roller coaster you probably have seen or heard about. There's also a bar called Coyote Ugly that you might reference to the movie. We'll touch all that in episode number six coming up
0: next. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from Show Killer Studios, one more time, DJ David Diaz, your man, Don Spalding, folks. That was episode number five, MGM Grand. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned a lot. We'll be right back with you in episode six. Davey, we out. We out. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap right here from Showkiller Studios. This has been Adventure Vegas Insider. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Adventure Vegas Insider.